Hey, uh, kia ora everyone, it's Joe here back with another podcast. I do sincerely apologise, haven't been so absent despite the fact that I said I was going to make this something that was going to be more frequent as possible. So much has gone on. Um, I've been working some crazy hours um, over the Christmas period and um, in between that I've spent time either sleeping or just completely trying to zone out um, you know, in the hope of refreshing my creative juices and simply trying to get some level of sanity back into my life and that's probably a couple of there are a couple of things that I want to talk about today and it's I'm not too sure how this is going to come across because um, Christmas for me and New Year's generally in, in, the, in the commercial sense it's a happy time um, but for me it was actually quite challenging there were moments where I felt incredibly sad I felt uh, immensely depressed about the state of our world our state of our society and just how troubled people are within my own local community as close as next door to me um, now for the last eight months I've been working as a security guard I've been blessed uh, tremendously to be able to meet some wonderful people um, to find and see places um, that I never thought existed within mere kilometers of where I lived um, I got to see the, the a place called Crater Hill. I had no idea Ihumata was very, very close by, and I had no idea just how wonderful the Mangere Underpass was. The beautiful view um, and history that can be captured looking over the uh, the old Mangere Bridge, um, connecting through to Onihanga, and of course that rig, that oil rig that's sitting there, a very old, iconic place that is synonymous with Auckland, more particularly South Central Auckland. Um, after being in security for... For what has been eight or nine months, I believe, one of the things that has now reached or come to a point um, is having to realize what is my true purpose, what is my true worth, what is my true value, when am I, where am I, um, where am I uh, best stretched? Um, it, what I'm basically saying is where is or where you know where am I going to be better utilized where am I, where am I going to be more flexible in the sense in which every facet of my creativity and the, the essence of my character is going to be absolutely maximized and that I only be happy at the same time so leading up to the Christmas period the two weeks um, leading up to it I was very um, very 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 fortunate to have been a part of um, an outfit called Vision West in partnership with uh, Auckland City Mission um, I was um, you know, I had the privilege of working with these two organizations who were providing food parcels for families going into Christmas um, for people from all levels, be you really, really wealthy or not. Now, now when I say that, in your heads and wondering what's going on. There are some people out there who are earning a tremendous amount of money, but they're also carrying um, a tremendous amount of debt and, and responsibility. And so something so small like a Christmas hamper or a few boxes of food, there's a difference between someone not having to work that extra overtime or being able to take off that Saturday that they normally are not supposed to work, but they do six days or sometimes seven. And they said they can just do the Monday to Friday. Um, the Probably the, the conversation that resonated with me the most was a working man who came at about 5.30 in the morning and he was tapping his foot and just, just anxious all the way through because he knew he had to get back to work as soon as possible. I think he started at 7 a.m. in the morning he didn't get his food parcel till about 9 30 um, but it was worth the wait he said um, he said that he's on about 18 dollars an hour 
Um, he's the only one working with a couple of kids to look after. And his wife, of course, is a stay-at-home wife, given to the, the age of his most recent born baby. Um, and so he has to work sometimes seven days, uh, clocking on that time and a half overtime in the hope of being able to meet all the bills and also provide some money for sanity reasons. Um, so for him to receive a food parcel on that particular Wednesday morning um, meant that he could actually go home um, after the eight hours on a Friday or he, it meant that he didn't have to go to work on a Saturday. It meant that he could relax a little bit um, and then spend um, those few days in the weekend with his kids. And it was a, it was an eye-opener for me because it then suddenly spoke to me that whilst it's great and fine to go out and, and smash this ridiculous amount of hours to earn more money, um, you'll always find, a, and I'm probably speaking for myself here and for those people who understand how I feel, um, I've come to, to appreciate and understand that the most valuable thing in life is is time. Now, I have a wife who, who was born with... Um, a horrible condition um, she suffers from grand mal seizures due to a scar on the left side of her brain so she has full convulsive seizures in fact she had one just yesterday and she is still in recovery and she'll mostly be in recovery for the rest of the week though I do not wish that I hope that she recovers ASAP so I'm gonna make sure I do everything I can to get her protein levels and all that stuff up again um, the that, that particular conversation when, when he said if I could just have this small thing it would mean that i could have more time with my family especially my newborn baby and also my son um that spoke volumes to me because i was doing horrendous hours i was smashing between 60 to 70 hours sometimes back to back finishing from one location moving to the next um and then it, it dawned on me because about a, a month earlier um, I found myself getting more angry. I was I was I was short-tempered. I had a short wick. Now I'm not one who likes to explode and start smashing things. My interpretation of anger and getting upset is that little things upset me and I just become cranky. Um, and as you know, and that particular conversation two weeks the, the, the week before Christmas was what finally made me go, ah, that's what I'm missing. So what I'm getting to in this particular podcast is that um amidst everything that you have going on around you you cannot put a price on the things that are living um and you know make no mistake i live in auckland people outside of auckland think that aucklanders exaggerate the living conditions in auckland it is horrendous um we pay a tremendous amount of tax our rent is through the roof, the power bills do not help, and the food is not as cheap unless you drive around looking for all these different places where you can save money. By the, by the time you end up, you end all that driving, you realize that you've more or less just spent exactly the same amount of money had you gone to pack and save down the road. Um, the most important thing that I've come to understand is this. You cannot compensate time with something living, something that, that can respond, connect, relate, and feel with you. And for me, um, realizing, and I, I can't, you know, it's, it's strange, I've been married going on to 11 years, and it's only just been on this 10th year that I've come to realize that how much I truly do love my wife, how much I miss her when I leave home, how much she loves me, and how much I realize that the most valuable thing that I can ever do with my day is to spend it with my wife in any capacity. So 
I'm hoping that in sharing this particular podcast, um, that those of you who are listening and can somewhat relate to what I've just spoken to you about, uh, will understand that you probably might not be you probably might not be living life in the order or priority that you should be living. Um, you know, when you live in Auckland, you can't help it sometimes. That particular gentleman reminded me of the importance of something that you simply cannot take back, rewind or purchase. You cannot go back and make up for the time that's lost. Once time is lost, it's lost. And you know what's interesting? When people say you make up for lost time, you cannot make up for lost time because when you're making up for lost time, you're now not spending the current time, if that makes sense. You're now sacrificing the current time to fill the gap from the time that's gone. So you kind of have to just let it go and go, you know what, from today moving forward, I'm going to do something new. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to be better at this. I'm going to be better at that. And I wanted to close off with this because this is the kind of type of conversation that led into many other talks. And in looking after all these people, the, the, the constant repetitive comment that continuously came back to me was my friend I think you are in the wrong profession um, and to be honest when they said that to me my, my heart did sink for a little bit because it's true um, my heart has always been people I have a desire and dream to be a motivational speaker I wish to finish this book God knows when I'm actually going to get it done um, and I want to be more involved in the community as a community worker, as a social, a social worker. And I'm hoping for opportunities to open which I'm allowed to be able to do that. But see, there's the beautiful thing about being a security guard. I've had the blessing to experience all these things all at once. But moving into the new year, um, having these people say these things, my friend, you are in the wrong profession. I think you should be um, with your feet, shoes off, uh, you know, into the dirt experiencing the grass, working with the people in a close level because how we feel um, in response to you is how everyone wants to feel. It was wonderful when people would say in the morning, now look, I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but I want you to understand um, if, if the same message is coming back to you, telling you that you can be something more or you can be more effective somewhere else and perhaps there's somewhere else is where you're going to be more happy than you can ever be. So, and, and of course, that doesn't take away from my current position. I love what I have, I'm doing right now. But those type of conversations are really eye-opening, appreciating time, appreciating value, being reminded of your purpose, um, to be able to find myself being sent into a self-rediscovery. People who were lining up all hours of the night, reminding me and asking me, do I know what I want? Do I know where I'm going? And if you want to end up like me in this position, don't do this, 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 and that. But if you ever get a chance, get your foot, your feet into the dirt on ground level, working with the community. And I hope to do that in the coming year. If you've reached the end of this podcast, and I hope you have, I hope everything that I've said makes complete sense. If you are working some crazy, crazy, crazy hours, and I'm speaking to our men as well, I know it's hard being a provider. But if you can ever get the chance to spend more time with your loved ones, even more time with yourself, please do it. Please, please, please do it. I don't care how busy you are. You know what? A lot of people that I work with in the different industries that I'm involved with, we all seem to have excuses to spend more time at work. But we can't find reasons to be at home. If you... I'll say that again, 
I have so many people that I work with across different industries who have more excuses to be at work compared to very little amounts of reasons to be at home. When I when that dawned on me and I started applying more time at home and searching for other avenues of income, diversifying my portfolio so that I could spend more time at home with my wife. And you know what? My home has never been happier. Life has never been happier. It has probably been the best that it's ever been because I've come to the realization of what priorities really are. What are your goals? A happier home, first and foremost. Because then if a home is happy, your psyche is happy, your mental health is in a good place and you can flourish and thrive in the world outside um, of home in a place where you are born and destined to grow and inspire other people. That is all I have for you guys today. I normally do podcasts for about three to five minutes, but I don't know. The audience has come back and said, dude, you've got to make this longer. You've got to talk a little bit more. And the more you do it, the more practice you have, the better things are going to get. So I'm going to end it. Here's now going another 15 minutes. I'm going to <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for listening and tuning into this particular podcast. It means absolutely everything to me that you've taken the time to even listen to it, let alone get this far. Have a wonderful new year. I wish and I pray all the success upon you. I, I, I ask and I pray that an abundance um, of overflowing success and all its glory um, literally ooze all over you throughout this year and then all the, the deepest and greatest positive desires that you have for yourself and for the people that you love compl- uh, come absolutely true I, I want that to happen I want you to experience all the good things I want you to experience love I want you to experience happiness and I want you and I want you and I want you to start living your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Joe. I'll catch you guys on the next podcast. Happy New Year, a belated Merry Christmas, and also Happy Hanukkah to those who are celebrating uh, that particular date as well. Till next time.